You're listening to the RBN Energy Blogcast. This is an audio version of RBN's Daily Energy Blog, which is a fun and informative daily commentary on oil, gas, NGL, and renewable markets. Each morning, we cover commodity fundamentals and industry changes to keep you informed of developing trends across the energy landscape. Tuesday, December 14, 2021. More, more, more. Permian gas production growth spurs still more infrastructure projects, published by Housley Carr. In early December, natural gas production in the Permian has been averaging a record 14.2 BCF per day, a gain of 1 BCF per day in only six months. That rapid pace of growth is putting pressure on every aspect of midstream infrastructure, gas gathering systems, processing plants, and takeaway pipelines, and resulting in a variety of efforts aimed at ensuring there will be sufficient capacity in place to support the increasing gas volumes being produced. New gas gathering mileage is being added, some new processing plants are being built, and at least a couple of new large diameter pipelines from the Permian to the Gulf Coast are being considered. However, reflecting the midstream sector's financial discipline, there's also a big push to make fuller use of existing assets, in some cases by relocating processing plants, compressors, and other assets to where they are needed most. In today's RBN blog, we discuss the latest gas-related infrastructure developments in the Permian's Midland and Delaware basins. As we said a few months ago in One Step Ahead, Permian natural gas production has roughly doubled in the past four years, spurring the build-out of billions of dollars in gas-related assets. These projects include innumerable miles of new gathering pipeline, more than new 50 gas processing plants, and a number of new takeaway pipelines, most recently the 2.1 BCF per day Permian Highway Pipeline and the 2 BCF per day Whistler Pipeline, which started up in January and July of this year, respectively. There also have been two pipeline additions within the Permian this fall. In October, Energy Transfer completed its Permian Bridge project, which involved the conversion of 55 miles of an existing 24-inch diameter NGL pipeline between the Midland and Delaware basins to rich gas service. Permian Bridge now enables 115 million cubic feet per day of associated gas with high NGL content to be transported from the Midland to underutilized processing plants in the Delaware. Energy Transfer noted during its November 3rd earnings call that the pipeline's capacity could easily be expanded to 200 million cubic feet per day. In mid-November, a 70-30 joint venture of Summit Midstream Partners and ExxonMobil's XTO Energy started up its 1.35 BCF per day EE pipeline, which runs 135 miles from the Italy County line in New Mexico to the Waja Gas Hub in Pecos County, Texas. Summit Midstream has said that pipeline will run near about 30 processing plants with a combined capacity of about 10 BCF per day. RBN forecasts that gas production in the Permian will continue rising through the early 2020s, requiring the need for still more infrastructure to be developed, including another takeaway pipe and a number of new, or relocated gas processing plants. There's a problem, however, a midstream conundrum, namely a situation in which the energy industry's focus on the energy transition and capital discipline, and the overall bias against hydrocarbons have made it harder for midstreamers to get the long-term capacity commitments and financial and regulatory support needed to get new pipelines and other projects done. Producers, who have always been reluctant to commit to new capacity, are now even more wary of backing these projects for fear of getting slapped down by Wall Street. We recently discussed how this has been affecting the Permian and up around the bend, part 2. The financial discipline reinforced by the current environment has spurred an unusually large number of processing plant relocations, that is, projects to move existing plants lock, stock, and barrel from where they're not needed to where they are. For example, in the third quarter, and Link Midstream started up its newly renamed War Horse plant at a new site in the heart of the Midland Basin.
previously known as Battle Ridge, the plant was moved from Payne County, Oklahoma, to south-central Martin County, Texas, to help NLINK keep pace with increasing gas processing demand in the Midland. As part of the project, the company undertook enhancements that increased the plant's capacity by 15 million cubic feet per day to 95 million cubic feet per day. Also, NLINK announced last month that it also will be relocating its 200 million cubic feet per day Thunderbird processing plant from Blaine County, Oklahoma, in the Scoopstack Play, to a site in Martin County. The plant, which has been renamed Phantom, is scheduled to come online at its new location in the fourth quarter of 2022. During its November 3rd earnings call, NLINK said that relocating the plant enables the company to add needed Midland processing capacity at half the cost of a newled facility. Targa Resources is another plant mover. It recently relocated its 200 million cubic feet per day Longhorn plant from North Texas's Wise County, in the heart of the declining Barnett Shale Play, to Reagan County, Texas, in the heart of the Midland Basin, renamed it in honor of former Targa Vice Chairman Michael Heim, and started up the plant at its new site in September. Targa said during its November 4th earnings call that the Heim plant is already running at close to full capacity. Targa also is building the new 250 million cubic feet per day legacy processing plant near the Midland-Upton County line, also in the Midland Basin. When that plant comes online in the fourth quarter of 2022, the company will have more than 4.1 BCF per day of processing capacity in the Permian. Further, Targa has indicated that it is making preliminary plans for yet another processing plant in the Midland, but has not said precisely where that facility will be located. A number of other midstream companies are developing new processing capacity in the Permian as well. These include the following. Number 1. MPLX, which is planning to bring two new 200 million cubic feet per day plants online in the play in 2022, the Preakness plant in south-central Martin County, Texas in the Midland Basin and the Tornado 2 facility in Loving County, Texas in the Delaware Basin. Number 2. Navitas Midstream, which expects its new, 240 million cubic feet per day Liker processing plant to come online by the end of the first quarter of 2022. The new plant is being built at Navitas's Midland Basin Processing Complex near the Midland-Glasgow County line, which already has four plants with a combined capacity of 780 million cubic feet per day. Our understanding is that Navitas is planning a sixth plant, possibly with a capacity as high as 350 million cubic feet per day that would come online in 2023. Number 3. Pinnacle Midstream 2. Backed by Management and Energy Spectrum Capital, a Dallas-based private equity firm, which plans to begin operation of its new, 200 million cubic feet per day Dos Picos processing plant in Midland County in the summer of 2022. Pinnacle has indicated it is likely to add a second plant at the same site 12 to 15 months after the first one comes online. In addition to relocating plants and building new facilities, Midstreamers are expanding the capacity of existing plants and even combining other midstream companies to make fuller use of underutilized processing capacity. In mid-November, Durango Midstream announced that it had acquired Lucid Artesia Company and its 40 million cubic feet per day dagger draw processing plant in Eddy County, New Mexico, and hundreds of miles of gathering lines, and that it plans to expand the plant's capacity by 75 million cubic feet per day to 115 million cubic feet per day. And then there's the planned merger of Altus Midstream and BCP Raptor Holdco LP, the corporate parent of Eagle Claw Midstream, which we examined in part two of our recent Just the Two of Us blog series. As we said then, the Delaware Basin super system to be created by the merger and the addition of two new pipelines costing a total of $25 million to $30 million, 
will enable up to 500 million cubic feet per day of bidirectional gas flow between the systems into Altus's existing 600 million cubic feet per day diamond gas processing complex in southern Reeves County, Texas, which had been built to handle volumes from APA Corporation's Alpine High Production Area and has excess processing capacity available. By our count, all this suggests that nearly 1.4 BCF per day of incremental processing capacity is slated to be added in the Permian in 2022, nearly 1.1 BCF per day of it in the Midland Basin and 275 million cubic feet per day in the Delaware, with another tranche of new plants to follow in 2023. This new capacity will support continued growth in crude oil-focused drilling, which results in massive volumes of associated gas that need to be processed to remove mixed NGLs. The new capacity also will put more pressure on Permian producers to commit to the new gas takeaway capacity that may well need to be put in place in the next two or three years to bring all the resulting residue gas to market. The best way to track natural gas-related developments in the Permian is to subscribe to our weekly Nat Gas Permian Report. For more information, visit the Reports tab on our website rbnenergy.com. More, more, more was written by Greg Diamond, and appears as the third song on side one of the Andrea True Connection's debut album with the same title. Released as a single in February 1976, the song went to number four on the Billboard Hot 100 Singles Chart. It has been certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America. The disco song has been featured in a few television shows and motion pictures over the years since its release. Personnel on the record were, Andrea True, on vocals, and various Jamaican studio musicians under the direction of producer Greg Diamond. More, More, More is a disco album featuring songs written by producer Greg Diamond and sung by Andrea True. True was in Jamaica shooting a TV commercial. During that time, the Jamaican government banned the transfer of assets due to political circumstances. True decided to invest her earnings into recording more, more, more with her producer and partner in the Andrea True connection, Greg Diamond, at a Jamaican studio. Released in February 1976, the album went to number 47 on the Billboard Top 200 Albums chart. Four of the five songs on the album were released as singles. Andrea True, Andrea Marie Truden, was an American pornographic actress and singer from the disco era in the 1970s. She released three studio albums, nine singles, and starred in over 50 adult films. True died in Kingston, New York, in November 2011. Thanks for listening to the RBN Daily Energy Blogcast. For more information on energy market reports, maps, and consulting engagements, please visit us at rbnenergy.com. And thanks for rocking with us.